Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari. Happy Tuesday. And we have an interesting show today. I uh, channeled a very long, <laughs> long uh, message in my own work, in my own channeling, and I wanted to share some of the good stuff that I learned from that with you. And it's all about letting go and how to accelerate your results by letting go. And I know this is a universal topic. It's one that you know people don't really want to hear about because you know, that's the hard part and everybody just wants to know about what they can get and not so much, you know, the process of the actual work that you have to go through. But um, when you hear what we talk about today, I think you're going to get a lot more clarity on it. You're going to see how much easier things get when you understand what letting go is and then when you actually do that and allow um, that allowance part to let your things come through for you. So, of course, we are going to be doing some readings in a, in a little while, and that the number to call in if you'd like to talk to me is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. Of course, Sam will answer the phone and let you know um, and, and, and put you in the queue to, to talk with me. And then um, we have a couple of announcements, too. We have a new live class. I'm going to be doing the first live class I've actually taught, I mean, like in person, um, I think since my summit by the sea, which I think was 2010. I can't remember. <laughs> Something like that, maybe five years, four years since I've done the, one of these classes. And, um, and so it's called the AHA Factor Masterclass Live, and it's going to be for a full day, Thursday, June 4th, here in La Jolla. So if you would like to, if you're in the California area, you're going to be in the California area and you'd like to meet me and take our new class, all based on the content of my book that's coming out, um, it, we're going to be going over uh, intuition, telepathy, channeling, how to engage your whole entire energetic communication system. And we're actually going to be doing hands-on exercises, stuff that I definitely can't do in my online classes and on the radio show and all that. We're going to really be rolling up our sleeves and doing some real practice work. And you'll be meeting people of like mind who do this stuff or who are interested in learning this stuff. And that's, that's an invaluable connection. I mean, it's just, there's no question about it. Plus, you get to hang out in La Jolla, which is always a beautiful place. We're uh, going to be in an area right near where all the shops and the restaurants are and stuff so you can uh, have a good day um, doing some of that as well. So if you'd like to learn more about the class and what we'll be covering, um, you can go to www.ahamomentsworld.com forward slash aha, A-H-A, factor, F-A-C-T-O-R, master class live, aha, factor, 
Masterclass Live. Make sure you put the live on there because if you don't, you might end up um, going onto the page from the online course. So it's AHA Factor Masterclass Live. So ahamomentsworld.com forward slash AHA Factor Masterclass Live. And uh, and then you can uh, sign up. It's actually a very, very reasonable price. I think it's like 297 or something. It's, and next year, of course, it'll be higher. But I wanted to uh, to start to really bring people together. We have some really amazing um, exercises and things you can do to, to get your, you know, turn that aha factor up, get yourself moving forward towards your own intuitive fluency and have, to be quite honest with you, being fluent in those three languages, in the language of intuition, telepathy, and channeling, it's the greatest gift you can actually give yourself. Everybody's born with it, as we've talked about. But to become fluent in it and actually be able to use it, uh, very, very integrated into your own you know, life and thought processes, it makes all the difference in the world. It really can really change your life. So I hope that you'll join us for that. And then also, um, tonight or tomorrow, depending on how tired I am, <laughs> honest to God, um, I will be sending out an email with a whole new set of questions that you can ask in the Akashic Records. And these questions are um, some very, some more advanced things that I've been doing, which have been, like, extraordinary. Like, I know we've been doing, most of the people who have taken these readings with me have um, been asking things like, what's the origin of my relationship with so-and-so or what's the origin or the purpose of this or, you know, basic, like, you know, past life key types of questions. But um, getting things like what's the best course for me to take with getting clarity on this problem or, uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them that I actually started using. I don't have it right in front of me right now. Uh, and I'm going to be sending out an email of the top, of I think five or ten new questions that we can ask in the record. So if you want to get in on the next round of the Akashic Record readings, you'll be able to really go deeper. We can ask a lot more um, questions about finances, about uh, relationships, about change, self-love, you know, changing of yourself, getting clarity on um, getting down to the bottom of things. You know, I've had some th- this one issue that's really been bugging me and I have for for the life of me, but not been able to figure it out. And it keeps churning and churning and churning, and it keeps showing up, keeps showing up. Just when I think I've figured it out, I haven't figured it out. So I finally went into, I heard my guide say, go into your records. And um, I have to be honest, I don't do that a whole lot, but they said, go into the records and ask the question, what is the plug that's holding this in place? How do I uncork? Like what, if we go past the symptoms and we go past the, what you would like to be the solution and we go down and down and down, if we get down to the very bottom of it, not so much what origin is it in another past life, but what's the ish, the core issue that if I pulled that out, I would have, you know, a bottle of wine open kind of thing. And I mean, and then I close the record. And within the next day, it was like, whoa. I mean, it just came. Not only did the answer come, but then I had solutions, you know, to help me come. It, it's just it's astounding. So I'm looking forward to this next round um, of Akashic Record reading. And um, if you're on our list, which I think most of you are, you can, you'll see the email come out with those things. Well, like I said, I'll be sending it out either tonight, depending on how 
into dance moms like it. <laughs> uh, you know, Tuesday night is dance moms, sorry. And um and it is it, it, sometimes at night I get my you know, I get my win to write. So I may put the email out tonight. If not it'll be out tomorrow. And um and you'll see those questions and if you'd like to sign up for a reading you'll see the link there as well. If they just want to give you a heads up. Really, really good stuff. Really, really, really super stuff. So okay, I think that's it for now as far as announcements. Let's get into the topic of the night, which is how to accelerate your results by letting go. Oh, wait, Sam reminded me. You remind me. I just looked down. Our show is now available on iTunes. That is pretty awesome. <laughs> and um, you can find me. Sam said to tell you, first of all, it's under the AHA Moments radio show. And you can also put in my full name into the search in iTunes so you can find it and then bookmark it. You know, review and add it to your pod, your iPods and stuff. Um, you can put it under Mariana Cooper. Look up Mariana Cooper, M A R I A N A, for C O O P E R, and that will get you there as well. But we are available on iTunes. It's going to make it a lot easier to access the show, so you don't necessarily have to come to Blog Talk to get your podcasts anymore. Um, not that Blog Talk isn't a good place to come, but <laughs> iTunes, I think, is going to be even even better for people. You can put it on your phone and, and, and all that good stuff um, and run it right off your apps and things. So that's very exciting. Thank you, Sam, for making that happen. I adore you. I really appreciate that. And now let's talk about letting go. So um, here's the thing. Most of us think, okay, I know personally, one of the things that I absolutely hate hearing is we create everything ourselves. That makes me nuts. And what else makes me nuts is if I'm creating everything else, everything myself, this is my premise, I'm creating everything myself. You know, you hear everybody say, oh, you, you create your own reality and it's all you. And, you know, um, you know and, and, and I'm like, well, I'm a doofus. My God, if it's all me, I'm screwed. You know, and if I was on the wasn't on the radio show, I'd have a different word for that. But you know, I'll say if I have them to be, you know, by FCC rules, and I can't cuss, I'll say, man, you know, I'm responsible for all of this. I mean, come on, give me a break. I'm exhausted. You know, <laughs> I can't. You know, and then you go to church, and or you know, you hear the religious people say, oh, it's all God, and you have to make God happy, and you know, you have to be in His favor and His light and whatever, and then. You know, then you're, like, waiting around for God to, like, you know, God's busy. Like, God's dealing with the people with cancer and the babies being born and, you know, the tsunamis and the freaking earthquakes and, and the president and all this, you know, he's telling a whole lot of stuff. Like, why is he going to come deal with my stuff, you know? So it gets really kind of gnarly, right? I, that's my California word. I love the California word. Um, when, when, when it's all on you, like, it, 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 or it's all in somebody else's hands. So, like, either you're waiting on some big being on high to drop down and remember, oh, yeah, you know, okay, like, in between the cancer and the, you know, the fires and the, the you know, the, the fish and the, you know, the plague, oh, yeah, I'll help you, you know, <laughs> pay your bill or whatever. And, you know, or it's all on you, in which case that, you know, I mean, give me a break. You know, you're not perfect thinking positive all day long and 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 doing all the manifesting stuff all day long and every time you do something wrong, you miss it or you have a bad thought, oh, screwed, I got to start over again. I mean, this is the kind of loop we can get ourselves into. And I've been there, and you know, and I get there sometimes a lot because it depends on the month and <laughs> how happy I am. But um, 
So I, I had a conversation with these guys, and I said, look, you know, I'm tired of this. It's been, you know, and and sometimes the idea of we create our own reality can, in, way, in a way, feel very empowering, but that's if it works. <laughs> you know, if it doesn't work, then who wants, who, you know, really? Like, why? Like, <laughs> Oh God, I'm in a mood today. Okay, so so clearly I was just like I've had it. So I sat sat down with these guys and I said, "Look, here's a situation. They're like, you don't even have to say we know because we sit there and we watch you like fling mud at yourself and flip yourself over, and we sit on the fence and watch you in the mosh pit, you know, and you're just swinging around and we're waiting for you to say, can you help me? And you're still swinging, so we just sit and wait. We play cards until you get it together and you look up and say, you angels on the fence, can you help me here? Because I'm you know I'm tired of flinging mud." So here's what they explained, and it was actually pretty, really brilliant. And I, and I, I say this with Jess because I, I felt very relieved as I got the uh, the analogies and the messages that they sent today. So they said, "Look, here's here's the deal. You have this whole energy, right? You have when we t- we talk about this that we're all big giant balls of energy, and then we have a symbol of a body that's within our energy that takes on some of our energy." and then allows us to have a physical incarnation, a physical, you know, lifetime. And then that's when we get, that's when the trouble starts, right? Because now we've got a mental mind and we've got all kinds of demands and all kinds of, you know, things going on and and um, dynamics and things that we have to deal with navigating in a physical body with a mental mind. And, you know, of course, and we then we also inherit our physical lineage, okay? Because it's two lineages, okay? You have one, which is your soul's lineage, and then you have your physical lineage. So depending on which body this time you chose, that comes with its own set of baggage for the earth plane, right? It comes with, you know, uh, your mother had uh, hypertension and your dad had anger issues and your grandmother had done those what, and, you, you know, you get this mosh with these different things. So you're dealing with that lineage. And, you know, of course, you get talents and all those types of things as well and your looks and all that. And then, then you're also dealing with your soul's lineage. You know, your lifetime, the lifetime, the lifetime. You're dealing with two things there. And so um, when you're thinking about your energy, and we're going to be talking more about the soul's lineage today than the, the earth's lineage, okay? But when you're dealing with that, what you're doing is um, we're, when we're in this body, we need to communicate with the greater part of ourselves, that big ball of energy. Now, where does God fit into all that? Where does Jesus fit into all that? Because this is where this is where the pendulum swings. You know, some people feel, well, you know, God is the outside part, and then we have a little piece of our soul inside, and then as long as we get God to be happy on the outside, then hopefully we can sort of step on a path, some sort of right path, to find our right way and be right, be right, be right, and you know, it, it gets. It gets heavy. And I've heard this. Now, this is studying over 25 years now, over I don't know how many different religions and modalities because of, you know, the nature of the work that I do, but I always had a curiosity about it. For, so before I even started doing this work really professionally, you know, I was always, I, I deeply studied many different religions to see. And one thing that um, that always seems to, Stay the same is that there is a greater power. There is a, uh, a, a a vast energy, an infinite energy that's available to us. Now, 
when you are tapping into that energy, okay, when you're, it's not so much tapping into it, that energy, and I'm going to call it the Christ energy just because it's a little easier. And I'm not talking about Christ from a religious figure. I'm talking about Christ as a manifesting energy, as that miracle worker, okay? So however you interpret your religious status, please don't take offense to anything I'm saying. I'm just trying to make it operational for us and, and relevant for us in our, in our daily lives, okay? And so what I was said it told is, you know, Christ is within you. So if you think of this little light, this little little tiny light, down, the, the position on the body that they showed me was down below the belly button and the solar plexus, down deep within you, right? So Christ is within. And as you develop energetic maturity and frequency awareness and spiritual awareness, and also you do the quintessential rule, which is you ask for it, the Christ energy within you expands. And so you, that light, that ball of light, as you focus on it, if you focus on it and you ask for support and help, it expands. It's always there riding around in you, keeping you kind of safe. But once you ask the question, that's when it really gets to march into you know position. And if you envision, if you close your eyes right now and you see this little light down in your solar plexus, and then you see that light start to grow and grow and grow. So you start to shimmer. Okay, now, essentially, you can see the light one of two ways. You can either envision this big ball of light, your whole body becoming this big, just lighting up like a whole light board, you know, as a big ball of light. Or you can see it as every cell is a holographic image of, of each other. So everything that's in one cell is in the other cell, so energetically, okay? So you, the cell of your liver and the cell of your heart, the cell of your throat, the cell of your eyelash, all have that little ball of, that little light of, of the, the, the Christ energy within it. So if you have, you know, four trillion cells, then you have four trillion lights, okay? And however you choose to see these lights shine, when you bring that shining energy up forward, that is your other half, okay? So half of you, your human experience, your mental mind, your physicality, and your ability to take action, the other half of you is that infinite energy that creates, that holds all the answers, that is the miracle energy, okay? So we bounce back and forth. Part, you decide what you, you're living in the body, you're walking around saying, okay, well, we got to pay the light bill and we have to, you know, figure out our career and we're raising our children or we want to have children or we want to have a relationship, all these different things, we want to move, whatever you want to do. And so you have these physical desires, intentions, plans, focuses, and then that energetic part of you, which is the Christ energy, that that energetic part of you, that God energy, okay, also sits within you. The tool that you use to employ that energy, to let that energy know what you desire, is your imagination. So when you talk about visualizing and all that, okay? Now, what does that visualizing do? Now, visualizing is different than imagining, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But when you give that energetic side of you, the God, you know, the I am energy, let's call it, the, the its task, you do that with with creating a state of mind of how you want to be. So 
if you want, you know, the this amazing job that makes your heart sing, then maybe you see yourself um, holding a paycheck and, you know, and, and, and or seeing yourself actually, you know, on the job doing something that you really, really love and feeling how it feels when you, you know, you feel that way. Okay? You're not thinking about how you're going to get the job, who gave you negotiating the job and all that. You're thinking about how you're going to feel when that's all in place. Okay? So you're kind of going to the end portion of it. That end result, that end picture of how you want to feel, okay, you become, you know, that feeling for a moment. You just start to take that on as if you were already there. That's the command that goes to the, your other half, to that energy, the energy side of you that creates all things. And that's the energy that goes and says, okay, um, I want to use a better example than a job because I haven't had a job since 1997, so it's hard for me to even envision the whole job thing. Let's let's use um, you want a new house, okay? So you you have this idea for this house, and so you instead of like, okay, I'm going to get a mortgage, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do all that. What you're doing is you're you're sitting in the house, you're having breakfast with your loved one, and, and you're you know enjoying your blueberry muffin, and you're just looking at the view. You know, looking out the window, seeing the pretty trees in your yard or your apple tree or whatever, whatever it is. Or you see yourself picking an apple off the tree and saying, wow. And that gives you that state of mind that it's already done. Well, when you have that vision, you hand it over. That's, that's, the, that's the command to the energy to make that, to bring that to fruition. Then it goes out into the ethers and it goes, it's kind of the eyes behind the head. It, it can see everything you can't see. It can configure things you can't configure. And that's the part that you have to let do with the job, okay? So when we talk about letting go, a lot of times what we feel like is that we have to give up or we have to lose control or, okay, I'll let go as soon as I pay the, but i got to still pay the bills, so I'll let go of this idea of my new job or my new career, but uh, i gotta still got to, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? And you have that, like, back and forth, back and forth, you know, that push-me-pull-you energy. So the analogy that they wanted me to share with you, they said, okay, we want you to think about when you drive your car, okay, and you're going to go to some destination. Let's say it's 50 miles away. So you have to, you know, drive on the highway. So you program in your destination, which would be equivalent to your imaginary vision, you know, not you know, we're using your imagination, your 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 vision of your end result, because that's what we do when we decide we're going to go someplace. You're going to go to the target you're going to go to from New Jersey to New York City or from San Diego to, to L.A., you're going to think, um, I already see myself in L.A. You know, you see yourself on the set of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, God. Reality TV. Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays are my shows. So that's all my mind. So anyway, um, so you see yourself there, right? So you see your end result. And then you program the address in, and then this thing starts to give you the task it out on how to get there. So, you know, so you go and they say, okay, right turn out of your street, then, you know, however many blocks, turn left and, you know, turn right, whatever. And it says, okay, now get on the highway. You know, in, in 100 feet, you know, enter highway, I-5 at, you know, at whatever, La Jolla Boulevard. And then it says, stay on this road for 30 miles. And for 30 miles, you don't get any command. You don't get told to turn right, turn left. You don't get told that you're at your destination. That doesn't give you any pictures of the destination because you already hold the vision of where you're going. Okay? But for 30 miles, you're driving straight. That's your letting go. 
So if you think of it from the the analogy part of it, that piece where you have that stretch of road where you're just covering ground is a letting go. You're not losing, like as you're on that 30-mile stretch, you know, you distract yourself. You listen to your music. You go on a take a phone call. You know, whatever. Hopefully, you're not texting. You daydream, whatever. But you're, you know, you are not panicking. You're not saying, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh." You know, the set of Dancing with the Stars is going to blow up before I get there. You're not saying, "Oh, let me slam on the brakes and do a hard right because maybe I should do something because nothing's happening for the next thirty miles." You don't stop the car, spin around, and go backwards to where you started because you can't see the set of Dancing with the Stars from, you know, already, you know, 100 miles away, keep going. Because you got to cover ground and you let it go. And then as you get closer, you get within 10 miles, you know, 10 miles, take exit whatever, 2 miles, take exit whatever, 100 feet, take 100, exit whatever. Okay, take turn now on exit whatever. Turn now, turn now, turn now. What happens if you miss the turn? It reroutes you. It says, okay, make a U-turn. <laughs> and that's what the universe does. That's what that infinite energy will do. It will reroute you. But if you know how to listen to begin with and you don't panic during the times when you have to let go, which means those 30, 50, 100-mile stretches where you just have to stay on this road and keep going because you're covering ground. Okay, does, does this make sense? So if 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 you just allow yourself to go down that road, you're going to get to the destination. In your own life, when we're doing our manifesting work, how many times have you stopped the car? You know, you're going 50 miles an hour towards your goal, and then somebody says, "Oh, really? You're going to try to do that? Well, don't you need this, 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 and this to do that? Oh, well, that nobody ever really does it that way, or." Or don't you think you're taking too big of a risk driving all the way to L.A.? Like, that doesn't make any sense. You know the traffic you're going to hit? Oh, you know, all those negative things. And then what do you do? You're on your 30-mile stretch. The destination isn't in front of your face. It's off in the distance somewhere, but you know you're on your way. And nothing big is happening. And then you listen to the backseat drivers, and then you slam on the brakes, and you say, oh, maybe I should take that hard rider. Oh, maybe that is a better way. And you know what? When your navigation system, especially when it's your energetic one, your your the I am energy is taking you on a journey, it's taking you on the one of two two things. It's taking you either on the path of least resistance with the least amount of construction, or it's taking the shortest route to get there. Okay? So if the route seems a little bit longer, it might be helping you to avoid a lot of resistance. If it seems like it's long, trust me when I tell you, it's taking you the shortest route. When you go with your mental mind off the, the highway there, and you start following people sitting in the back seat who aren't even driving the car, who don't have your vantage point, you're going to go up and down, over hill, over dale, hit construction, fall off a cliff, all kinds of things. Okay? So when you invoke this energy within you, and it's always there, it's born within you. Now you're not. It, you know, it doesn't. You don't have to prove yourself to this energy. It's part of the package of who you are. You're born with it. Every single one of us is born with that dot of energy in every single cell, and that dot of energy is expandable. It can just illuminate, illuminate when you give it attention and a job. And your job is you hold up 
that picture to that observer, to that mental mind, and you focus. And what it does is it says, ah, she's holding the focus. So for the entire time, you say, I'm not changing my destination. I'm going from here to Dancing with the Stars. I'm on the five. I'm going right up to L.A. I'm going to Hollywood. I'm going. And you're going, and you're going, and you're going. And you're not switching gears and saying, oh, maybe I want to go to Tijuana and turn around and spin the car and go back. Oh, wait, no, Vegas. That's the way I need to go. Okay, oh, wait, you know what? Everybody else is over in Oregon, so maybe you should go there because it's easier there. You know, you stay focused on your goal, and as long as you stay focused on the goal, then your navigator, your observer, your I am energy stays focused on the same goal. Now, imagine this when you don't know that this being within you exists and you think you're doing this all by yourself and people tell you it's all on you and it's because of your thought process and how positive you are that this happened to you and that happened to you and and, and you're exhausted because you're not employing this energy is waiting for you to give it its command. And then the other flip side of it is you can, because it's a neutral energy, command it to honor your worries. Because whatever you're focused on, if you're focused on, okay, i got to slam on the brakes. I was all ahead in the dance with the stars. That would be a dream come true. But I'm terrified because the people in the backseat said I shouldn't be going there. They said I shouldn't be doing this. So I'm going to slam on the brakes. I'm going to go back because everybody else says I should be doing that. And all your observer, that energy that's supposed to be helping you to get to the ultimate goal can do is say, okay, I can take you to Tijuana. And it turns, it goes back around with you. And then you start to cannibalize your own, with your own energy, yourself, your own dreams, your own desires, your own destination. So when we talk about letting go, we're not talking about letting go of the steering wheel and flipping the car. We're not talking about taking your foot off the gas pedal and stopping everything. We're not talking about, you know, pulling over to the side of the road, getting out of the car and walking away. What we're talking about is covering ground. You got your 30-mile stretch. You're waiting for your next command of what to do. And you leave it alone because you're covering ground. You're still moving. Now, what are you supposed to do while you're in the process of letting go? Keep imagining yourself at the destination. That keeps that energy that's doing the, the that's really the engine underneath you, that keeps that engine of energy going. In the, for, so that the destination remains the same. When you start to see what we call salt and pepper in your soup, where you see one minute things look like they're going great, the next minute they're collapsing, the next minute they're going great, the next minute they're collapsing, guess what your mind is doing? That's you literally driving and stamp, slamming on the gas and slamming on the brakes and slamming on the gas and slamming on the brake and saying, yes, we're going here, and then nope, hard right to the left, hard right, hard right turn over here, nope, wait, stop, turn to the left. That's literally what you're doing with your focus. Because you're listening to everybody else. Or worse, you're going back into your past. Because we have this very poor point of view that we've all been taught that your past dictates your future. That's not true. Okay? It doesn't have to dictate it. The past is done. Each present moment is created mutually exclusive of any other present moment. It's just that you keep focused on doing the same thing over and over again. So you can change anything. Change can happen in an instant. And this letting go is truly your accelerator. 
because when you have your 30-mile stretch where that navigation system is saying, okay, stay on this road for 30 miles, okay, you keep your focus on your destination, and along the way, you're taking in the sights. Along the way, you're receiving insights. Along the way, you're getting the next, the next turn will, will be there, will be presented to you. And it will be presented to you in enough time for you to get off the highway at the appropriate time. But if they start talking to you about it too soon, you, you, you may forget and you don't keep all the details, okay? So this is, this is the letting go part that I'm talking about is that it actually accelerates. You have to work with your energetic partner on everything you do, everything. So we look at everything, like I said, from a physical, emotional, mental, and energetic perspective. When you start to really incorporate those into every decision you make, how do I feel about this? How do I feel about this mentally? How do I feel about this emotionally? The emotion is part of the visioning process, okay? The mental mind is part of the tasking because when your body's, when, when that navigation system says, okay, in, in one mile, you're going to make a right turn on to exit 25. Um, prepare that your mental mind reengages, Okay. Your mental mind reengages. While you're on that 30-mile stretch, your mental mind gets to sit out for a little bit. It just needs to, because you want to stay kind of in the emotion of, oh, wow, I can't wait to see Dancing with the Stars. I'm not going to see Derek Hoff. Oh, yoo-hoo, waha. You know, I'm, I have all this great feeling. I have all this great emotion about where I'm going. I'm focused on the destination. Why? Because I'm in process. I'm in my 30-mile stretch of the car just, you know, rolling along. So that's when you stay in your emotion, in the feeling of the destination. Okay, you're physically driving. That's handled. You're emotionally invested in where you're going. That's part of the destination. When does the mental mind come back into play? When you get the next task to do. The mental mind is always associated with the physical world. Okay, so the mental mind is comes into play. It gets to participate when the navigation system says, okay, next exit, you're going to make a right turn. And then it says in 130, you know, in, in, in two miles, you're going to make the right turn. Okay, now in one mile. Okay, now in 100 feet. Okay, now in 10 feet. Okay, now make the right turn. All of that, your mental mind, gets, that's, that's its task. Part, the emotional, the physical, and the mental, and the energetic all have a job. We hijack everything when we use our mental minds to try to control everything. Okay? I hope that makes sense. So that letting go part doesn't mean that you're giving up, throwing away, giving it off to somebody else, throwing your happiness off to somebody else, you know, all of these, arresting your own personal development because you don't have to go yet. That's not, or, or quitting. That's not what the letting go is. And it's not releasing and relinquishing control. It's allowing the other half of you to do its job. So when, they, when you hear you know, spiritual people say it's all within you, know that it's not all within you up to your mental mind to figure it out. It's all within you because you have these four pieces working in concert with each other. Meaning you have all of the tools in your little toolkit within your physicality. You have your mental, you have your, which is, does the physical work. You have your physical, mental and physical go together. And then you have your emotional, which is part of the vision. And you have your energy, okay, which is, creates the stuff that you physically can't see. And when you put that together, miracles happen, okay? But the letting go part is you have to allow 
the energy part to do its job. And sometimes that does not involve your mental and physical action. And that's when you put this all together, you can, anything can happen. Okay? So we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll start doing some readings. I see a lot of you are on the line tonight. The number to call in is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. So, I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Gone real. 
Hello. I think we're back. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we're back. Sam and I were having the most ridiculous technology meltdown, I think, since in the history of the show. I have never heard anything like that happen. So I assume that it was that we had a lot of happy guides because I think uh, the message I delivered pulled up a lot of energy for all of us. So um, it blew out our technology a little bit on this end. But now we are back. So <laughs> today we're talking all about how to accelerate your results by letting go. And we are going to hopefully be able to hold the technology together to get some readings in. So if you have a question, you can call in at 347-215-9485. We have plenty of you on the line to get started. So off we go. Please listen up if you are waiting so we don't miss you as we stop by. Uh, so the first question, the first person is Jay in Canada. Hi, Jay. Wait. Do I see you, Jay? Oh, there you are. Okay, wait. Hey. Hi, Jay. There we go. How are you? Hey there. How are you doing? Pretty good at yourself. Okay. Okay. What's your question? It's about actually letting go. Um, when you talk about letting go also uh, in some maybe trauma or something like that, is it also about um, uh, either emotional attachment and that's actually connected also to forgiveness also? Yeah, well, that, you know, that's absolutely, that's a, actually a very good question. And yes, when you're dealing with something in the past, as far as letting that go, this, um, the analogy that I'm getting is um, allowing yourself to go down a different path. Okay, so not necessarily insisting on taking the same route that you've always taken. And yes, forgiveness is a big part of that. But the part about the forgiveness I think that's interesting is that most of the time we need to forgive ourselves and ask mm-hmm. for a personal healing for ourselves. Uh, did that answer your question? Oh, yes, it does, actually. Um, you're, you're talking about the insanity route of doing something over and over again and expecting a different result. Right. It's just picking a different, you know, if you see, see when you have a whole lot of um, baggage, it's kind of like looking at the navigation system and seeing a, con- a lot of construction on the roads. So you try to find the road that doesn't have all the construction, right? You try to find the road that has the path of least resistance. And um, and sometimes, and here's here's one big uh, tip that I will share with you that I've learned from my experience and the, all the clients I've worked with, is don't expect, a lot of people use their past and the hurt to stop their forward momentum, not because those past and hurts hurt so much anymore, but because the pres- the fear of the present and the unknown hurts even more. So it's mm. a lot of times very comfortable in our stories and our loop and our this happened to me and the analysis and everything, and then analyzing the other person when we went out of our stuff to analyze about ourselves or whatever the scenario was, because we're really afraid of the present and that sort of unknown abyss of what's out in front of us. So when it when it comes to letting the past go, then yes, you, it's it's a matter of saying having the willingness to go into the unknown, and to and that unknown shifts very dramatically when you put an image up to what you desire. So instead of saying you know what's going to happen to me next, say what is it that I really desire? Then you give a picture to the navigation system, and now you've got a target. So I hope that's giving you some help. I have to jump on to the next person. But thanks for calling okay, thank in. You. Okay, take care. Thanks. Bye bye. 
Okay. So next we have um, Laurie in Los Angeles. Hi, Laurie. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. So my question, question to you is, is, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead. Okay. So my question to you is, I I just got recently got laid off, and I'm challenged in a lot of different things, but I just, I don't know what my next step would be, what would best serve me and the world. The next step as far as, as what? As far as my, as far as what I'm going to do next for work and play, whatever, with my life. <laughs> okay, so my that's next, too big for a radio yeah. show. You're saying fix my life, Mari, and I can't do that. But, no, um, no. I mean, because clearly the, 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 the basic answer is find your next job and sort it out. But are you asking your, I, get, get, give me a little bit more specific of what it is that you are trying to get to the bottom of. I want to be so excited about what I'm doing every day, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then have it be fun and exciting, right. so it doesn't feel like work, right? Or something that there I have to do to survive. Good, good, and that takes a lot of courage to verbalize that because you're in the stage where you don't think that really can happen, and you want it to happen now because you kind of have this this low where you can pick differently this time, right? So Exactly, exactly. One of the best things you can do for yourself and it's going to feel vulnerable for you is is to pick the destination. I have a, a client who I noticed, I actually have to call her, but I, I noticed that she was really struggling. She was living in New York City. She was really, really struggling and she finally just said, forget it. She, she let go of her lease and she's driving across the country and she's going to all these different sites. And so she just pulled out a map and says, I want to go to Yosemite, I want to go to Sedona, I want to go to, you know, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina, all these different places, these different destinations. So she was willing to to choose but to travel, you know. And so mm-hmm. she's giving herself kind of a vision and figured she'll sort it out as she goes. And with you, what I would highly suggest is that, and it's going to feel a little vulnerable to you, is to take a stab at, you know, pull out your notebook, pull out your pen, and really be honest with yourself. If if you could do anything and money wasn't an issue, what is it that you'd be doing? And then you'll be able to work backwards from there to create, to at least get what your heart is invested in, get your destination. That's what you're programming that other side of yourself with, that energetic side of yourself with. Got to have a destination. Part of that destination has to be a really strong, happy, excited feeling about it. Okay. Right. So that's mm-hmm. that's your creative process, and that's you being honest with you, and asking yourself right. what makes my heart sing. You know, and I would not be too afraid. Now, it feels to me like it's something that you currently feel would make you money, but I want you to play with that anyway, because there's a seed of there's a seed in there that um, will lead you to the next job. It does feel like the next thing that you're doing, you're going to be much happier with. Don't be afraid if it's a stepping stone to the ultimate, but first you have to figure out the ultimate, and then you'll see, you know, how far you can shoot to that, and it might be a series of steps to get to the ultimate, but at least you're going in the direction because you've given yourself a vision, a bigger vision. So I, I that hope that's helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was really very helpful. 
Thank yeah. you. Well, good. I appreciate All it. All right. Okay. okay. Have a great All right. Thanks, okay. Mari. Right. You too. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Alrighty. So next, let's see here. Where are we? Um, we have Jody in Portland. Hi, Jody. I think Sam is having a lot of difficulties tonight with this board. Okay, Jody, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hi. Yep, I can. Hi. Okay, well, my question, it's changed, but I'm going to stick with the original one about letting go of my artwork. I want to let go of my first question and ask my second question, but I can't let go. So how to let go of my artwork? How do you let go of your artwork? I I, I don't yeah. understand. What What do you mean by that? Well, I make things, and then as far as like selling it or giving it away, it's hard. I want to hold on to it all. Like I'm afraid of. Oh. I don't want to part with it, and I feel like I, I need to to kind of move forward, and so that struggle. Well, you know, it's interesting because your mental mind feels possessive over these things, but it also is kind of hijacking the energy of why the things allowed allowed you to create them in the first place. Because each thing has yeah. its own energy and its own consciousness. So what you want to do is ask each thing, how would you best serve the world? Are you meant for me or are you meant for someone else? And you'll, if you allow those things to um, allow each piece to, let, to tell you and you really listen, each, you'll know which ones light up and say, I should stay, and which ones say, no, I belong to someone else. So you can ask okay. each piece, who do you belong to, me or someone mm-hmm. else? And then you'll see. You're very, very, you're psychic. You're very, very energy, energetic um, inclined. But understand, you're, you're like, you know, kind of like the surrogate mother to some and the mommy to others. Okay? Right. So you're the one who can birth art into the world for all the people who don't have the talent to do so. Hmm. You, mm-hmm. you aren't built to create, an, you know, a, a, a Santa's workshop with never getting rid of any of the toys. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, and, and not every saying. single one. Yeah. Even though you've birthed each one, doesn't mean that each one is your child to rear and to steward through the world. So what yeah. you do is ask each piece of your work. I did, you know, I even did this with my book. I would ask my book, "How do you want to position yourself in the world?" And I ask this with my business as I'm going through these business transitions. Aha Moments International. Mm-hmm. How do you? How can I contribute to you to steward you further out into the world? I'm just a lackey, <laughs> you know. This thing is it's taken on a life of its own, and that's what our yeah. our work does, you know. Especially with the, especially with artists. So you know, look at your inventory, and you know, light a candle, get very clear, get very you know, very centered. However, you do that, you know, and um, and then ask each piece, and and focus on allowing the consciousness of each piece to come up. Don't let your mental mind hijack what those pieces really are because that's what's happening. Is your mental mind is hijacking your energetic side. It's saying, mine, 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 no, 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 and I should make money from this and I don't want to sell that and I can keep this and I, that has so much heart when I put that together, and, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So, that's really helpful. And I would also just one more suggestion is to give your mental mind another job because what your mental mind is trying to do is for trying to protect you. Yes. you know, from your work getting into the wrong hands or not being appreciated and all that. And what you want to do is 
give your mental mind a, a business task, something that's appropriate for the mental mind to do, maybe researching, you know, the best way to um, show these, these, you know, the best art fairs to go sell at or the best gallery to go pitch to or whatever it is. Give your mental mind a, a legitimate mental mind job so we can stop trying to hijack the stuff that's really for your emotion and for your for the energy and the frequency of what you're doing. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, thank you so much. You are welcome. Have a great night, Jody. Thank you. Okay. And let's see. Um next we have Tanya in San Jose. Hi Tanya. Are you still there? Oh there you are. Let's see here. Okay. Hi, Hi Tanya. Hi Mari, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. What's your question? Um, Okay, so my boyfriend and I have been living in this apartment for a few months, and we are grateful for the opportunity. Um, And over the the past few months, the place has kind of been breaking down, and our neighbors maybe not so great. And our lease is going to end at the end of June. Um, and we've been watching our finances, so I guess my question is, will we be continuing our lease for a month-to-month payment, or would there be future opportunities to find a new place and hopefully a more permanent place? Um, it feels like you're not using your energy in a powerful way. Now, that's not quite mm-hmm. the answer yet. We'll get there. Um, and it's almost like the situation is happening to you instead of you're creating the situation. So what you want to do is to make a choice. Do you want to stay there? Do you want that to be a month-to-month situation? Or do you want to find that, permanent place because both are both options are very much available. Mm-hmm. It's really a test of your own choice. And for you, you're a little meek with your energy. You're kind of like, well, hmm. you know, <laughs> as opposed mm-hmm. to oh, really that powerful, you know. And this is a test for you to say, I'm making a choice, I'm throwing down the gauntlet, this is the direction that I want to do. You know, this is I want that permanent place. Now if you do that, let's, because it feels like you want that beautiful sanctuary type of place for you as yes. a couple. So then declare it so. Employ that side of, the, of you, that energetic side of you, that I am energy that we talked about earlier in the show, on that, you know, and put in the navigation system, and now you're getting on the road to drive towards that. Now, all the way to the sanctuary, you might have rest stops. Let's say that it's a long trip. Right, mm-hmm. so part of that that trajectory to that might be that you have um, to do this month to month thing, but your focus is on the permanent place. Does that make sense? So it's not what's going to happen yes. to us; it's declaring this is what we desire, this is how we want it to look. I would even do it so much as to go start looking at places because. Um, 
if you go and you start looking at places, then what's going to happen is you're going to have a better vision of what's possible, and then it's easier to declare we want this to happen because we've seen it, we've touched it. Your mental mind gets satisfied because it's experienced something. Okay, a lot mm-hmm. of people avoid trying to see what they, you know, think, you know, go to that place and look at places because they think, oh well, I don't have the money, so I'm not going to look yet. That's the worst thing you can do. You should absolutely look so that your mental mind has something to chew on. It's like giving a baby a pacifier when they're shrieking and teething, you know? It, your mental mind really needs something to do. And that's the critical thinker. That's the one that's going to try to keep you safe. So give it something to do. Take it on to some open houses. Take it to whatever, you know, get yourself a real estate agent or whatever. Look at places. Get an idea of what you want. And then now you have the, you're able to have a better idea of the vision of where it is. Now you don't have to get attached to a specific address. But you just have to know, okay, this is what we get. This is what we desire. And this is what's available. Oh, we never even thought of that. Here's it. You know. So then when you're thinking about that vision, now you can invest emotionally because you're like, wow, oh my gosh, you know. You know, if you're only saying, oh, what's going to happen to us next? And hopefully maybe something will happen to it. You know, you're not going to get very far. So. That's what I would do. I just I would say yes and yes. Um, you'll know when you give yourself permission to go for the bigger idea. You'll know when um, if if you have some half steps to take in there because you'll see just what the, the price differential is and you know what you have to do to qualify for those kinds of places and all that. Then you'll know, and then that's when your navigation system sort of comes into to play. Okay, so I'm going to have to jump off because we are just about done with the show, but thanks for calling in. I very much appreciate that, and have a great night. All right, thank you. Okay, so we have made it to the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. I hope that if you are in the California area, you will join us on Thursday, September 4th at our live workshop, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash AHA Factor Masterclass Live. And be sure to keep an eye out for the um, email and the new questions you can ask in the Akashic Records. I think this next round of readings is going to be really fun and very insightful, certainly has been for me. And we will end with my motto, like we always do, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Have a great week, everybody. See you next week. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.